Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. And with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. That's great to hear. And I hope everybody out there is doing well also. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast this week. We really appreciate it. Please give us five stars when you rate and review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Also, we would love for y'all to hit us up on our Instagram at ThreadLads or on our Twitter at, at LadsThread. And any comments, questions, concerns that y'all might have, please feel free to drop us a line. We like hearing from you in any form possible. So please email us, listeners at ThreadLads.com. Kevin, it's starting to get hot out. But um, I don't really think that I'm prepared to um, start, like, really paying my AC bill like that again. Because, like, we haven't uh, had, like, any air on for the past couple months. It's been looking pretty nice and everything like that. But we just cranked on the AC for the first time last night. And uh, it, it's great. It was great. It was so comforting. But all I could think about it, and I don't know if this is, like, an age thing. And it's, like, why, you know, there's the whole, like, different memes and jokes about dads monitoring the thermostat. But, like, all I could think of when the air was on about was how much more money it was costing me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's a... See, for me, I don't know. I think we've just kind of had to get over it because we have had... I mean, we've basically been having to use the AC on and off. Not consistently, but on and off since, like, March. Uh-huh. So, it... I mean, and that was rough, too, because there'd be days we have to put the heat on and then other days we would have to put the AC. Oh, and it oh, wasn't like, oh, see, just keep it off. Miserable. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So, I mean, because the temperature fluctuates here um, and then you get these like random you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah, it sucks. But now we're going to really have to crank it, especially because the top, the bottom floor here really gets good AC. Yeah. Like right now I have a sweatshirt on. It's so cold in here. Uh-huh. But the top doesn't get as great yeah. as of AC. So when you come to visit, good luck with that. Have you a- ever been in a house ever where it's always like properly heated? I feel like in every house ever, there's always, yeah. you know, well, this room doesn't get it as well. Or this room's yeah. like always way too hot. Why? Why is that still a thing? that's happening in 2021 i guess all of these houses are old and yeah i was gonna say i've never like lived that, in like a new house I, yeah i've never lived in a brand new house or anything like that but i feel like that shit probably still happens there i just don't understand why that's a thing i don't why why don't we have like more powerful systems or something like that i just don't get it i feel like people definitely don't do like the general maintenance that they're supposed to do that like like cleaning your ducks and yeah, things like that either. The so filter that probably, like every month. Yes. I definitely don't. Oh yeah, we it. just we just changed the filter and it was don't gross. Do that every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, which is it, it's brutal too and I probably should be paying more attention to that cuz my allergies are awful and it's been oh, yeah. colony as hell over here and I bet if I yeah. changed out the ducks or the filters or something it would probably improve on that. But uh, one one adult thing at at a time. Um but I, I do think, though, I, I'd rather spend money on my air conditioning than heat. But that's how I feel. And, like, because you can always, like, kind of, like, layer up, maybe get yeah. a mini space heater or something like that. But if you – I can't sleep hot. That's, like, just yeah. impossible. It's awful sleep. I, I used to do that when I was younger. Even in my parents' house growing up, 
because obviously my dad controlled the thermostat there. Like, so at night where my room was, obviously it was not one of those rooms that got the best, you know, air fluctuation. So I just was, I grew up always sleeping too hot. And now that I guess I'm older, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm just cranking that AC at night. God, I'm the opposite. Like my dad, as soon as it would like get warm outside, my dad would crank the AC. I would get sick sometimes. Like that's how cold it was in the house. It'd be like 50 degrees. It was terrible. I used to hate it. That's like, I'd have to go outside. I'd have to go outside to like warm up. I still, I don't know why I get cold easy. Yeah. You were saying that last week when we were talking about how if people run hot or cold. Um, I didn't do any research on that on the past week, but um yeah, this just, I, I, you have to sleep. Don't they say the the healthiest way to sleep, uh, it's got to be like 68 degrees or something like that. Like that's like the perfect temperature for your body to be sleeping at. Interesting. That seems cold. What do you keep it does your seem, AC at? It we, does seem, seem very cold. And I can't be yeah. keeping my AC at 68. <laughs> it would never go off. Uh, yeah, it would never. <laughs> it would just be constantly going and it would cost me thousands of dollars every year. Um, we keep it on like between 70 and 72 probably here. Yeah, I think um, we turned it on last night at 70 and everything. Another thing, so I turned off the AC before I left the house. And I don't know if it's like this down by you, but up here, BG&E, the electronic or the uh, gas and electric company, they have surge pricing. No, we don't have that. So there's different hours of the day depending on the seasons where they will charge you more. So during, well, now I think it just turned over in May, basically all the time, like during the day from like nine till five is when it's like the highest point of charging. And then it goes down after that. And on weekends it's free. And then it's like basically the reverse during the winter, during the winter, it's like seven to 11 where it's the highest. And then uh, like, five to nine or something like that and it, it's, still... it's it's clearly such taking advantage of oh, yeah. people it's like oh so during the summer and the warm months we're going to crank it up when everybody's home during the ac and then we're going to crank it up your your prices when uh everybody's going to be home during the winter and i think that shit, shit is just why the fuck is that shit not illegal don't we have people, like, been, consumer uh, like representative? Like, how the hell is that even something that can happen? That seems no. Well, that makes no sense. That's that's be, for the listeners who don't know, or uh, a lot of listeners are from Maryland. But in Maryland, you only have basically one option: you either have BGE yeah. or the scam company that BGE set up, so they're not a monopoly. Or <laughs> wait, I but didn't like, even know what that is. I didn't even know there was. It's one. it's. I forget the name of it. They used to come, come around Energy Star or something. I forget. They used to come around a bunch. Like, and you get Southwest Miles if you signed up or whatever. Uh-huh. It was clearly, fa- but it, um, but like down here in Georgia, there's like nine different electric companies. So I feel like wow. they, it's all, you know. No, no, you like in this area, you don't really get to shop for anything. It's straight up monopolies on, on your utilities and home cable because there's not really a lot of cable options around here either. They, they do it down here, too, though, where, like, if you sign up for the budget billing price, you get a better watt, whatever. I'm like, no, I'll sign up for the 
like however much I'm using is what I'll pay. But yeah, no. like, are you sure? It's like four times as much. I'm like, just I'll pay for the what I'm like using. No, I'm like, I, locked I in actually price. Uh, did that for a year when I was living in this one house. This was several years ago. We signed up for one of these. I don't know. They gave some whole spiel about how they deliver the gas, blah, blah, blah. And everything's fixed. It doesn't fluctuate. And after a year, we just did the math and it was pretty much the same. They might have actually made a little bit more money off of us having the consistent rate. But like yeah. with your fluctuations, like when you're not using stuff, you're just not paying for it as opposed to this flat. It all kind of like evens out. It's all kind of. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It's all. What? BS. Me and. Me and my roommate did it when we lived at that apartment, and we owed like a shitload of money when we canceled our service. Oh, see, I was we were able to cancel this service. I just had to like call this guy who I'm pretty sure was in India and talk to him for a little while. And he kept trying. Was to get it through BG? No, no, it wasn't through BG and E. It was oh, like some okay. like like I don't even know what it was. I really don't even know what it was. I was when we signed up for. I was, I was not as knowledgeable about anything really in <laughs> the thrilled. real world it's about a lot of stuff. And I'm not, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm an expert on anything at this point, but I, you know, I'm more aware, more, yeah. more aware of things going on. It's different traps, different th- types of things like that. So, but yeah, no, I'm excited for this heat. It, it, it's weird though. Like, cause we've been talking about how we're back in the office a lot on this podcast and it's like weird. Like, can I wear shorts to work? Do you like ever? Are you even like allowed to wear shorts to your work? Um, people wear. I saw a guy. Not really. I don't think because I don't think shorts are like business casual. But guys will come in in shorts before they like go out to play golf or whatever. Oh, interesting. Well, like I, I think we we can wear shorts at my work, but it's more like a problem of. Like I was talking about uh, a week or two ago with the thermostat changing, where a lot of times it's ice cold in my yeah in, in my office, so like I feel very comfortable in like normal clothes, long pants or whatever. But now it's been like ninety degrees the past two days, and I go outside and it's scorching. And then I, maybe I just want to go and walk around. It's nice to get like a little walk when you're at the desk all day. I'll go for like a fifteen minute walk, but now I'm. Like I'm stuck in between. I don't know what if I should wear shorts or fucking long pants. And either way, I'm going to be uncomfortable in one of the situations that I'm going. Was it 90 there today? It it was pretty much 90. I think it cracked 90. God, it was like a beautiful day down here today. It was like mid 70s. Yeah. There was a breeze. I like I went out for a walk too, and it was just like. Perfect. But yeah, our, my office is also icy cold. I have like a sweater there because yeah. it's just it's great. Well, like it was 90 today, but it wasn't humid 90. Like it can get yeah, here yeah. in Maryland. It's not like August or July 90 where it's muggy yeah. as fuck and you feel like you're swimming through just thickness in the air. It was actually like a really nice, beautiful, comfortable day outside. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I was still a little hot walking out in my long place. I got to get... I got to get my AC fixed in my car because the drive home tonight from work was not great. Oh, your your AC is broken. You're about to be in Atlanta during the summer. You need to go get that shit fixed this weekend, dude. I know. I made it. It went out like at the very end of the summer last year, and then I, I just pushed through like the end because we weren't. I wasn't driving as much then anyway. I wasn't really driving anywhere. Plus, I was living with my grandparents. So I could use their car if I really needed to. Uh huh. 
But that's not. That's just not gonna work this summer. I had to go get it fixed. Yeah, no, you need to get that shit fixed. I mean, I would just suggest getting that fixed in general, um, because you know, it's probably good for your car and everything. But you're gonna need that shit down there in those hot Atlanta summers, which uh, I, yeah. I like. I'm planning on coming down to Atlanta this summer, and it's like mid to late July or something, and. It's going to be real steamy. It's going to be real steamy. It's going to be nothing but shorts and tank tops that weekend. I I assure you. Oh, Oh, yeah. We're going to be cranking the AC. I got to start doing push-ups. I got to start doing push-ups so I look good in a tank top. Oof. It's too late for that. It's not. I don't think it's too late for that. (laughs) Maybe next summer. (laughs) No, I'm not. Doing (laughs) push-ups? I'm not not (laughs) saying that I'm trying to look ripped or anything. I just wanted to, like, have... A little bit more toneness, not just like straight up flab. That's like going on. I'm so flabbed up, but I, I've been on a diet this whole week just to try to get off the quarantine weight. So yeah. it's been going pretty well. I'm definitely low energy. I started running again. Um, so I'm like real tired due uh-huh. to the lack of calories and sustenance. But I feel good mentally, you know, and I feel like I'm just like, I can't believe how much weight I put on during. Oh, I put on so but part much of it, weight during dude, lockdown. Part of it was, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was mostly just what's gotten me more motivated than anything was like putting on my work clothes and shit not fitting or just being uncomfortable at work. And I was like, oh my God, like you don't even realize your ass is getting bigger no, when you're in yeah, sweatpants. You know, all that. Yeah, you really don't because those things <laughs> stretch with you for a little while. They will stretch with you for like a good four pant sizes up. <laughs> you will not notice a single difference in anything and you're all comfortable. Absolutely. Just comfortable in every, all the time. But yeah, I, I mean, I noticed the same thing too when I was like putting on work clothes. That's part of why I needed to get new work clothing because some of mine doesn't fit like how i wanted to also a big wake-up call because like i so i hadn't been to the doctor not in a long time but it had been like maybe a couple years um and then i obviously for the ringing my tinnitus that i got in my ears i had to go i went to the doctor i was all freaked out and well in the first jarring part was when like you go there and they ask you to step on the scale and i stepped on the scale Ooh. and i had no idea what my weight was and i stepped on that scale i'm like oh my god, oh, god. <laughs> it, was just, it was just bad it wasn't a good it wasn't a yeah. good sight it got me really uh, a little bit more focused on you know trying to lose weight i mean i'm starting to play soccer again basketball stuff starts yeah. up next week so i'm going to start getting my cardio in but then also I was talking to my audiologist and they were saying how I need to cut out caffeine and or not need to cut out caffeine, but uh, drinking caffeine and having alcohol could worsen my tinnitus. So I've been like I straight up cut off caffeine for a couple weeks for like three weeks. I'm drinking much less than I was. So I'm sleeping better. Word. I'm sleeping better. I'm feeling better. And I think I'm like already just generally for like the past three weeks, not constantly drinking like all the time. Not that I was yeah. constantly drinking all the time, but I, I was constantly drinking. But like I've, I've, I've moved significantly, significantly less in drinking what I used to be. And I've, I feel better. I, I think I'm already starting to look better in, in a way. And um, I, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I agree with you, though, like because I've also st- been doing the sober weekdays or whatever, and I definitely just feel better overall. But I mean, I think, like you said, like as we are getting more back to our normal routines, like a lot of it will fall off like naturally because 
one i realized because i've been meal like making my lunches for the office or i've been going to the whole foods like i eat way more throughout the day when i'm working from home like i'll just like get up and snacks and stuff so the one i'm already not doing that and just moving around more like in the office like yeah i don't know i'm not just like it's been i don't like going back to the office necessarily but i it's making me realize how stationary I was for like a year. Oh much. yeah, no, I was snacking like a motherfucker. I'm deep, just like making whipping up meals like all throughout. Yeah, the you day. were whipping up meals. Well, like because I generally like to cook, but then I'm home all day and the kitchen's right there. So like I got a little break, I'll just whip up something that I don't need. excited to come down and uh, visit you, Kevin. It's going to be my first time in Atlanta. I'm really pumped. My girlfriend's been there before. She really likes the city. Y'all have been down there for a little while now, so can show us around. But I- I've been wanting to come down to that the ATL for a minute. Got to go. The only oh, the only request I'm making is that we go to Magic City and get lemon pepper wings. Is that the strip club? Yeah, that is the strip club. But they got those dank lemon pepper wings. <laughs> like they've nice. got really good <laughs> lemon pepper wings. <laughs> and if we get a dance or two here and there, then that happens. Whatever. We're in Atlanta. It, like it's a city of strip of strip clubs. Some of the best you'll see in the world. But um <laughs> that not that anything I'm about to talk about really has to do with any of that. But me and my girlfriend were looking up at plane ticket prices to come down there and everything. It, but then there, there's been this new report about how airlines might start weighing people. Yes. So the reason for it is actually like a legitimate reason um, because of the increasing obesity uh, rates in America. Uh-huh. So it's something that I had never, this is something I had never thought of before, but like airlines do need an average weight uh, between luggage and humans on there to like account for uh, gas and, and other like flight shit right, or right, whatever, yeah. you know? And, and because of the increasing amount of obesity, the average weight is no longer correct. So they're trying to establish a new average weight, I guess, to base all this stuff off. Because I'd imagine it kind of comes down to like cost too, because, uh-huh. you know, a couple a couple extra pounds times, you know, 100 flights a day times a year is going to be like going to actually add up in gas and stuff like that too. Yeah, I guess. But um, I mean, yeah, they're already gouging us. They're already gouging us. I know, crazy, they're already but... gouging us and stuffing us in like sardines in a tin can into these planes. but so they're they're gonna start sampling and they're gonna do it discreetly it says and it's only on a volunteer basis so you can what? opt out apparently what do you mean discreetly but, how do you discreetly i don't know somebody? like i guess, That's what I guess I don't it really... won't be in the, in front of everybody else waiting through the security checkout but 
I I bet you I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I bet you they're doing it regardless of whether right. you opt in or out. There's gonna uh-huh. be like a little sensor on the bottom. Well, like, is there any is there any real benefit to getting weighed, or 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 like or even deterrence to getting weighed? Like, are they gonna charge you more if you get weighed, or something, or you weigh too much, or something like that? Or I I, I don't even I get why people would volunteer privacy. to do this. I don't either, but I kind of hope that people do because I kind of feel like they should have accurate numbers for this, you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, but they... apparently the average, the weight of an average adult passenger and carry-on bag will be increased to 190 pounds in the summer and 195 pounds in the winter. Uh-huh. This is up 12 12% from 170 pounds and 175 pounds. Okay. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I don't. Uh, that's for men. That's for men. Oh, okay. I mean, there's such a difference in different people, like all over the country. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just suspect about this. I don't need an air airline tracking my weight. I bet they're doing it anyway, dude. Like they are. They're gonna have something in the seat. They're gonna know. They're like, gonna know I, I just exactly. don't, I don't. I'm not giving any benefit of doubt to these airlines, where you know they make seats as small as they can to fit as many passengers on. That's. And that's all, why they're doing it. All of it is just money. All all of it just goes back to money. It's not about making sure that you're comfortable. It's not about having a good experience while you're flying. It's all about the airlines making money. And unless you're spending like an exorbitant amount of money, I've never had like a good experience on a on a flight. I've had like not bad experiences, but I've never yeah. been like, oh my god, yeah, like maybe like the first time I've ever. We've, flown. Ne- we've never flown first class or privately clearly. Oh. That's that's not true. I flew in first class once. We got bumped up uh, because oh. the 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 flight kept getting delayed or something. Uh-huh. So me and my dad got to sit in first class, and that is true. That it was actually awesome. I was <laughs> so a, you did have a good a flight experience. Event. I fell asleep so quick though because that like our flight was delayed yeah. by hours, and it was like midnight by the and time. Also, we got such, such such comfy seats that you could spread out and lean back in. They also come and ask you if you need anything like a hundred times, uh-huh. which is really nice. Yeah, they I don't mean, even have first class in Southwest. No, fl- I mean, I, I, I'm generally not a big Southwest. I don't really like flying on Southwest. I will avoid I Southwest, hate flying on Southwest at all costs. But my girlfriend, she's always rode on Southwest, so she has like points for Southwest. And yeah, I think when we're flying down there, we're going to be using Southwest. I, 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 I think yeah. of all the like airlines just except for like spirit southwest i was gonna just, say it's I just have a good thing i've never really had a good experience i've, I've flown on jet blue i like jet blue um like alaskan delta. airlines is cool delta's good um i'm not that big of an american airlines fan um i haven't flown on that too much only a few times i think yeah well i mean that's an interesting that's an interesting news point i i just i People don't don't be giving your weight out to these airlines. They don't need no, do any it. more of our information. They, they can fucking they can they have the money to build better airplanes and to fix this shit. That's all I'm saying. Have you have you ever flown on Spirit before? Because I've never no, done. I've almost I, I, done. It. I've been too scared. I've been tempted. Me too. I'm just super worried. And apparently, generally speaking, people have a fine experience on Spirit. But then you hear those like those tales. I've heard that like if you're going on a short trip and you don't have any check on bags and you're, you know, you're just going with like a duffel, then you're pretty good. But anything, but anything I, more. I've, 
I've gone on Spirit and like by the time I get all the like guarantee stuff so I don't get like stranded somewhere, it's like the same price as anywhere else. So right. I just get somewhere else. And when when I was in Europe, there's this super cheap airline, Ryanair, which is literally, I think, just the Spirit Airlines of Europe. And I've, <laughs> I've flown on that. It's literally like any extra anything, you have to pay for it. Moving on to like other news stories, uh, something that's been very troubling, and I, I, I imagine that this has hit very strongly in your home, Kevin, but uh, there's apparently a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage, and they're stopping the giving out multiple packets of Chick-fil-A sauce, or just, uh, is it all of the sauces or specifically Chick-fil-A sauce? It's all sauces. All, all, all of their sauces. Yeah. So I I don't understand how this happened. How did how did Chick Fil A all of a sudden come into a shortage? Did they get like a COVID outbreak at the the sauce plant? It probably had to do with that boat, dude. That boat got held up and all the sauce went bad. All I know is that we are fully stocked up. Okay, I always always like save those sauces. And uh-huh. now you can get the bo- it's probably because they sell the bottles of sauce in the store. Well, now. that that's what I kind of think it is. I think this is just a push. To have people buy the the bottled sauce from the store instead of getting all I, of it free from them, the bottled sauce does not taste as good as the little packets. Really, I've got a bottle of Chick Fil A, barbecue, and I had ranch. You you bought Chick Fil A ranch? No, we got it for Christmas. Uh, my oh, cousin okay. got us like a assortment of sauce bottles. Uh huh. The barbecue. I mean, they're all good. I, for some reason, I don't like cold Chick-fil-A sauce, but it's like you kind of have to put it in the refrigerator once you open it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, yeah, so I don't want I don't want cold Chick-fil-A sauce. I, you know, I, I'd rather have it from a little room temperature packet. Uh-huh. Like, I honestly kind of... I don't, you can make any of those sauces at home. Any, any of their sauces, you can do it yourself. And I've been that's not get, the point, Justin. I, I've been getting really into making my own sauces. I'm, I, I just, I'm tired of Chick Fil A. You know, taking advantage of. I'm tired of these big companies. If that, I guess, is a running thread. I'm tired of these big companies taking advantage of the consumer when they're they're raking in hand over fist, cat piles and piles of cash on us, and they're slowly inconveniencing us even more and more and they're raising their prices even slightly and we still go back to them. We just can't get off that that narcotic of all, that, all these services these these businesses that provide. Teat. Yeah. Uh, you know it's funny suckling off the teeth. <laughs> the teeth of big restaurant business. The thing is is I you know it's funny. I actually prefer I actually enjoy Chick-fil-A sauces on non-Chick-fil-A products more than I do on Chick-fil-A products. Like, I don't even really need a sauce for a good original chicken sandwich. You yeah. know, just no, I just enjoy the flavor of when that. I, when I go to Chick-fil-A now, you typically, like, well, I don't really go to Chick-fil-A that often. Definitely not nearly as often as you. I don't even know the last time I've been to Chick-fil-A. But when I do I go to Chick-fil-A, a I usually get a spicy chicken deluxe. And when I get a spicy chicken deluxe, I don't really need sauce with that. Right. The, and if the, the fries are doesn't fresh, need sauce, like, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I I usually get the the grilled the grilled chicken club, just the sandwich, and then a twelve count nugget. Oh, just okay. the nuggets. Well, if I got the nuggets, no. I, I need some sauce. I just don't generally get the nuggets. 
I used like one packet. I was, see, that's another problem. Over quarantine, I was getting those 30 packs constantly and eating 30 <laughs> nuggets at a time. Yeah. You know, it's just like a lot, no, of, like, a lot of calories. A, a packet of, yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce is probably like 250 calories alone. Absolutely. <laughs> Their barbecue mayo. sauce it's is just pure mayo. sugar. <laughs> mayo. mayo and sugar. And that's and like sugar. all of it. Like Polynesian sauce, I think, is just the concentrated that's sugar flavor or something. <laughs> Well, they like, they put some umami flavor in there, like, uh, and I, that's it. But that Polynesian sauce is so good. But you could, I, I like just like to touch the nugget on yeah. it because it's like a, and then it's such a thick, syrupy. Oh. story about the coronavirus and how it might last within the body longer than we even think it does there's so much to this coronavirus that we don't know and are still finding out all the fucking time i feel like this is going to be with us for like a decade like there's going to be things popping up with this for a decade people are going to need to get booster shots there's probably going to be more people getting tinnitus from all of these things like i there's Still so many troubling things happening with this. We're not in the clear yet as much as we all want it to be. Yeah, so this is a real source, okay? It's WebMD from a doctor. and uh, From a doctor? Uh, yeah, some doctor. Uh, from Health News Today. Or Health... Yeah, Health Health Day News. Um, so coronavirus is already known to damage blood vessels and blood vessels that supply blood. And... The article goes on to say that vessels that supply blood to the penis appear to be no exception. Apparently, coronavirus has been causing uh, erectile impotence? dysfunction. Oh, impotence. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, wait. What's the difference? Well, erectile dysfunction means you can't really, uh, you know, get erect. <laughs> what's what's imp- impotence? I thought that's what impotence I thought was. impotence means you couldn't really, like, recreate as much. Like, you're less fertile. Oh, is that what? Well, it causes erectile dysfunction. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not totally sure what impetus is. <laughs> I I just thought that's what impetus was. <laughs> but... I don't know how to spell it. Oh, here it is. It is inability to take effective action. Oh, no. Well, inability to, in a man to achieve an erection or orgasm. So I guess uh, erectile, dysfunction, erectile dysfunction would be more accurate. It, yeah, yeah. It would be more accurate. I guess, I, I guess, I guess the, the, technical word for what I was talking about is just infertile or something like that. Not impotence. Um, well, that, so anyway, these doctors found using, uh, that they're, they're finding evidence of blood vessel damage in several penises of several COVID-19 cases. Um, see, this is the, this is the information that we needed about the coronavirus a year ago. Cause if people, especially, well, obviously if males knew, that this could cause impotence of any sort. Every man, even the crazy ass conspiracy theorist ones, 
they'd be taking a little bit more precaution. Nobody wants to fuck yeah. around with that being like a possible. No man that I know wants to fuck around with that sort of risk riskiness. And and this was the whole point of the article is that it's lingering because the article is the article name is coronavirus lingers in penis and could cause impotence. Oh damn it! It says impotence in the headline of the article. See, I don't read headlines. But anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. um, uh, but yeah, so it lingers. So even if you're, some of these people were recovered from it, you know, they're still getting damage or whatever. Yeah, this is, there, this this was, is news a, we should have known about. This is news. This we should have been out there. Them. I mean, this is all of these things: the tinnitus, the impotence. Um, I, I was talking. Damn. I, <laughs> I was talking actually to one of my coworkers too, and she was saying somebody she knew who had their vaccine shot. I think it just the first one. They've for like since then they've been constantly smelling cigarette smoke. I've heard this. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard people who get after they've gotten the vaccine or after they've gotten um, actual COVID have like just smell burning or foul smelling things for several several weeks. Yeah, yeah. She said it still hasn't gone away, and she doesn't know when it's going to go away. This this is. I don't know why I'm finding out every single negative effect about this vaccine after I took it. But if I knew about all of these things, I would not have taken it. And if I knew what I knew now about my own personal experience, I would not have taken it. I just think we're all, we're all rushing this goddamn thing. And I don't trust any of it anymore. Uh, Someone, a conspiracy person was telling me today that the reason they didn't want it to, I don't, I have no, I'm just, this is a statement that I'm going to say First of all, I didn't say it. I didn't fact check it. Okay, so anyone listening to this podcast, a conspiracy person, someone told me this. So I have no idea. I'm just relaying what was told to me. That they said that, or they had heard that, like, the reason people aren't, uh, or they're trying not to, they're trying to downplay the effects is because, like, all the ferrets that were in the trials for the vaccines are all dead or something. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> what are all the ferrets. Why are they try- testing them on ferrets anyway? I just oh, endangered ferrets get experimental COVID nineteen vaccine. Uh-huh. Oh my god, one hundred twenty. Why would they do this to endangered ferrets? <laughs> oh, they're all cute too. Pro- well, so they gave them all the vaccine, and all the ferrets died. Listen, that's what th- apparently was said to me. I have no idea whether or not that's true. I might have it's to probably... cut this from the podcast. We might be like, li- like this might be conspiracy on. Oh yeah, we might get same... taken out. The... You should probably just cut this part out. Yeah, this, it might be on the same sites. Alex Jones is spreading conspiracy theories on and all sorts of shit. We, I don't know. Cut this fair part. I don't out. know if we can talk about this. We probably shouldn't. We could get taken down. It's false. It's false information. <laughs> did sure. Did you have the? There, there's another story. Well, there's two more stories I wanted to talk about, and I didn't mention this one to Kevin, but he did mention it to me before we started the podcast. Um, there, there's something with the goodwill saying that they don't want to take people's shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So what's happening is, is goodwill is it's not that they don't want to take people's shit. It's like they don't want your garbage. People are, uh, I guess, as they're cleaning out from quarantine and things like that, people are donating uh, beds that aren't in good, you know, just like old damaged furniture I or thought, toys that are broken. Thought, and it's just increasing Goodwill's uh, um, garbage collection costs. So it's actually costing them money to get rid of all this stuff. 
Well, they don't want your shit. As somebody who recently just dropped off six bags of things to Goodwill, um, <laughs> it was all. It was literally all closed. My girlfriend, like, she moved in with me, and we oh, were yeah. just kind of we were paring down stuff. We were just really getting rid of a ton of stuff. So we gave them a couple some blankets and a shit ton of clothes, but it was all in like good condition. All of that stuff. Well, that's different. But I mean, people are donating like broken toys. But and stuff. I mean, nobody would have known the difference. And, like I just handed this guy like six trash bags just filled with stuff. It could have been all trash. He would have had no idea. He just threw it in this one bin. And yeah, I know. But they, they eventually go through that bin, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they don't know who spit, who like gave it to him. Like I think. Well, yeah, but some, uh, they, they, they need a better need organization prior. That's all I'm saying. They get like it's just people on like uh, doing community service back there. I know from personal experience, <laughs> like that. That's just yeah. doing it. Right? But, oh, you you had to do community service at a Goodwill. Yeah, that's right. Well, I didn't have to do it there. But that's where I chose to do my hours. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that that was all the people. Basically, I, I guess like the cashiers might get paid, but. Because they're not going to let somebody that's just volunteering do the cashier, I would assume. No, but all, all like the, all no, the sorting, couple, yeah. all the sorting and shit in the back. Yeah, that's definitely volunteer work for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. The guy I did it with, he was a veteran. Uh huh. And I think they were paying him. Okay. But he he was a cool guy. Uh, definitely minimal. He was in. He was in the Gulf War. He was telling me some crazy stories. Like I probably shouldn't have even been hearing some of them, but well, in the next podcast you know, we can go through some of those stories. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. Now, the last news story that we had, um, it's kind of terrifying and horrifying. It is a news story that would be more even appropriate during a Halloween or something like that. But you said there was a woman who recently discovered a dead body in her home, and in, in a quite a terrifying fashion. What what is that story all about? She was asleep and she had been awoken in the night by something that was dripping on her. Turns out blood was dripping on her face. Oh my god. And it was god. because her neighbor was dead upstairs and was leaking through the floor. Oh my been dead god. For a while. That's horrifying. Uh, How did the neighbor die? Anna Cardenas of Texas said she woke up around four AM on Wednesday after hearing a dripping noise which she thought was rain. Imagine how much blood that would be if you think it's rain. Uh, oh. Cardenas then saw blood, which was dripping from her ceiling, had splattered into the walls of her, her apartment, face, body, and bed after being propelled by oh her ceiling. Oh, my God. She, it grossed me out. I was in shock. I thought, this isn't real. This is a dream. Wake up. The upstairs neighbor, who was between 55 and 70, had been laying dead on the floor for several days and had started to decompose, which is not how I thought, you know, that happened. I didn't realize that's how what happened during decomposition. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I mean, what else would happen during decomposition if your body's breaking down? I guess the blood would come out. But that is horrifying. Yeah. I can imagine. I would I, I would have PTSD the rest of my entire life if I woke up to blood from a dead person who had been dead for a significant amount of time also. Dripping through the the their floor onto my my ceiling onto my head into my face onto my body i i i don't think i could ever get clean like i'd be in the shower for a a month straight 
uh, she said that he had carpet, but the blood seeped through, seeped through the carpet and through to my ceiling. They took the fan down, and a pool of blood came down. Ew. That is Ew. just disgusting. <laughs> How long was this person dead, and nobody smelled it? I feel like bef- I feel like you would start to smell that dead body before we get to such a point where there's uh, just a pool of blood. That's- Something seems fishy for sure, because yeah, they they believe that the neighbor had been dead for five to six days. Uh, Only they five say- to six days. Damn. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I mean, if it's hot out, I don't know. But uh, insurance will not cover the cost of replacing her bed that was covered in old blood. Fuck that. The insurance companies are bullshit. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, oh, you don't have old dead neighbor insurance. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, you didn't pay that extra five hundred dollars yeah. a month. <laughs> that's so bullshit. Well, oh, that's that's horrifying. I, I need I need to just take a shower right now so we're gonna i'm gonna go do that and then we can come back and talk about some other stuff got a couple of questions for you before we close out this thing and these questions aren't really they're just more metaphorical if anything else just stuff that's been popping in my head uh maybe we can call this segment uh justin's thoughts or something like that the first question i have for you is how how do you feel about the idea of being like a stay-home husband um i feel fine with it if i was in that position i would embrace it i would i would be Super cool with it. That's how I kind of feel like too. But there, there was this whole discourse happening on Twitter that I was like reading about. This one guy was just saying, "It's like, oh man, my my girl just like made it. I'm a I'm a house husband now." Blah blah blah. And like, and it was mostly there was a lot of girls shitting on him, but then all a lot of guys were like, "Yeah, man, blah blah blah." And then, then there was still like some girls that were supportive too. But there was a lot there was a lot of people kind of shitting on him for being that for like just being a stay at home husband, but I, I don't that see all comes from so, jealousy. Yeah. That's what I kind of think too. Like, I don't see what's so wrong. Like if his girl who he's supporting is making a shit ton of money and doesn't care that he's just at home. And I'm sure, you know, if, if he's taking care of the house and like doing things around, why is that a problem? I, I it's like reverse. It's reverse. Uh, like the roles reverse. Like we're totally cool with, yeah, I think sexism. a woman, if she wants to stay at home, uh, being a wife, I mean, I, I anybody should do whatever they want to do, like in any situation, and every relationship is different. But I feel like, I feel like the idea of a man saying that they're a stay-at-home husband is way more shit upon than it really needs to be. I just don't understand that. Shouldn't that be what we're it's, be striving for in a way where there's the equal amount of stay-at-home husbands as there are stay-at-home wives? Exactly. And at the end of the day, like, why do people care so much about other people's situations? Like that, it boggles my mind. No, also, I mean, that's not jealousy. That's all Twitter. Now, yeah, well, that's true. Now, I don't know if I'd want to be because 
uh, stay-at-home dad. I didn't know we were talking about that. I thought it was just like stay-at-home husband. Um, I think I'd rather work probably. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I can't say that for showing off kids. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd be. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be down to be. I'd d- be way more down to be a stay-at-home husband than a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm way more yeah. down uh, for that. Um, not that there's anything wrong with kids or staying home with kids or like whatever. But I mean. If I'm only staying home because of the kids, then I'm getting out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's very situational. We'd have to, you know, see the whole picture. But I mean, I for one am the type of person who think, you know, kind of thinks both people should work. Obviously, everyone's situation is different because then maybe it's actually saves money to have one person not work because childcare is ridiculously priced. Yeah, for is. everybody, it's yeah, insane. It is. It, it's out of but it's like but not like if, and if i was making like a billion dollars yeah i mean i have always like grown up because like both my parents always worked so i yeah. i just the idea of a person just staying home and not working never really i never i never really understood it it's like why are they staying right. home when they could work like i don't i don't know but like the daycare yeah. is a valid excuse like especially if the costs aren't offsetting like if the person who's working isn't going to be offsetting the costs of the daycare yeah it could be the daycare in a certain way but um no i just thought that was interesting and i wonder how everybody else feels about that out there so please email us listeners at threatlets.com you can also email us about this next question that i'm about to ask kevin that really uh popped in my head and really has i don't really know why but Kevin, would you rather, if you had to choose one of the two, as you're peeling something off your phone? I didn't know that this piece peeled off of my thing, and it feels so much better without it. Oh my god! Well, it all got picked a little. Up. It all got picked up by the microphone. Oh, sorry. It all got picked up. <laughs> but would you rather, if you could only choose between one of the two, could would you rather be in war or be in jail? Which would you rather? Ooh, probably. I mean, probably. Who are we in war with? I don't. I mean, war is war, dude. Like, I don't know. How? <laughs> how? How uh, long am I in jail or war? For? Probably war. I guess. I mean, I don't really want to go to jail. Years. I'm scared. Five years. Five years in war or five years in jail? Yeah. I'd probably take war. To be honest, I don't really want to go to jail. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't do well there. You know, <laughs> first of all, I like I try to, I try to be friendly with too many people, right. and then I'm not going to be able to pick a side. And the white Aryan nation isn't going to pick me no, to no. like protect me or whatever. No, you've got. So, they, they probably have some sort of racial epithet they would use for your type of person who's like half yeah. white, half a Hispanic. Anyway. Yeah, I'd have to hide that. You have to and hide the Hispanic, or you could, or you could try to link up with the hispanics and i don't think so but they would also i don't know spanish Spanish. yeah you'd be fine yeah and my last name is like this is rough i'm in a bad spot (laughs) i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be well like war like i mean i don't think i really want to be in war either i mean like getting shot at in the combat and just staying out in the middle of like nowhere for years and years. I mean, honestly, like I think I wished we had disagreed on this topic a little bit more. Cause I think ultimately I would land on, I'd rather be in war 
also because just jail, the, especially how a lot of our jails are run, that shit's not even like humane. So no, <laughs> at least like with war, I like I feel like I have as equal chance of dying in both situations. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like one at least I can protect myself a little bit better. Yeah, I think. and I'm not gonna have like my cellmate like beat the shit up out of me or like that's some dude more in what the I'm worried about. Like shiv me or like, like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like at least like I know I'm fighting something and I could die with war and I know what I'm. Like, I just know there's a battle there where I think there's, there's like, a lot more politicking and groups and, like, maneuvering in jail that, like, you're always yeah. worried about what's happening around you at all times. I'm not, like, funny enough to be the guy that makes everyone laugh that doesn't get beat up. So I'd probably just, I'd, I'd look like someone that I would get beat up all the time, probably. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some. I'd like, just be that person. There's some like I don't know if it's on Netflix or some other streaming uh, platform, but there's some documentary I saw the other day where it was like three journalists go undercover to like a jail to stay for like thirty days, and like their like their results were like shocking or whatever or something like. That. I'm like, why? The, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> not at all prepared to go to jail. Why would never? Why would you ever voluntarily go to jail? That's like yeah, the, last the results thing. probably aren't that shocking. We yeah. all knew it was probably gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah, there's probably nothing that happened that I didn't think was a possibility of happening by going <laughs> right. to jail. Especially when you're so woefully like unprepared for it. Yeah. You're not coming from a situation where, you know, I don't know. How long would you need to, like, if 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 they told you you had to go to jail for, like, two years, how, but you could have time to train before, how long would you need to train? That's uh, be like, a, a solid year. year of training. A year. Yeah. Well, what if, all right, year. so, like, what if it's five years of war versus one year of jail? Can I get the training beforehand? No training. Damn. I don't know, dude. I did. Five years of war, I mean, like, I, five years and, like, and we're talking like Baghdad shit. Like you're you're up. Well, if I I'd probably take the jail. I'd probably just on the numbers alone. The, yeah. Damn. You could just, just go really crazy, and you could probably just go crazy really early in jail, and like flip out or something like that, and try to get put into solitary confinement for like the rest. I feel of like people know that move nowadays. Like I feel like they're prepared for that move. That's true. Have you have you seen those max those documentaries for the max security prisons? They all had those like. They have a whole communication system where they have like hooks that they like have lines that basically like fishing lines and they can like throw messages to each other and they can like fish them from like outside of their door. It was crazy. And it happens so fast. Yeah. No shit else. The, to do there, there's like whole ecosystems developed like of how people interact that's in jails that like it, like everything that goes into what jails are in this country, I feel like goes against any rehabilitation or anybody like normalizing themselves or finding themselves like there's like jail, I guess in a certain theory, although we could get into a fucking hour long discussion about how the, the histories of jail in this country and different practices or whatever, but like how jails are currently set up, like to go into jail and live there for any significantly long period of time and then be let go. You're in no way, prepared to go back in the real world at oh, yeah, all sure. and I, I, is, isn't that like kind of the goal 
like I get for people that are going to be in jail for life for like killing somebody or whatever, but for somebody on I don't know some drug charges or whatever, where they're they are going to be getting out and they are going to have to assimilate themselves back into the real world. I feel like there's no there's no like way path. for a per- there's no path there's no way for a person to do that at all. I I've actually thought about this somewhat recently. Because I've I've been thinking about like if I could like teach some basic IT stuff, but I don't want to teach out of jail, and I probably should. Like that's probably like one of the first places I should I, I would should volunteer. Yeah, but I mean, that's, it's I'm scary. not really trying to deal with the inmates. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what I that's, that's what I mean. That no one's volunteering to do this, so it's like who's gonna do it? Yeah. Um, that somebody's got to do it. I mean, there's there's people that are very <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Very selfless people out there. But before we go, we've got to give y'all our recommendations, of course. And for those who don't know, the recommendations segment is when me and Kevin give some of our recommendations of things we're enjoying in our lives. Could be TV, movies, books, magazines, anything at all that we're enjoying that we would think y'all would also enjoy. So, Kevin, what is your recommendation for this week? My recommendation for this week is the show, and we've... probably recommended it here we've definitely at least talked about it but the show's succession uh-huh. now me and the intern just did a rewatch and we just blasted through season one and two it is one of my all-time favorite shows like ever there's only two seasons right now it is yeah. such a good show season three got delayed because of uh covid but will be coming out i think at the end of this year and it's got it's just it is such a good show i don't even want to spoil anything but it's about you know very wealthy family yeah. and business, and it's just crazy. It's so good. It's so good. I could Check not it out. Be, it's on HBO. I could be. I could not be more behind your recommendation. I love Succession. It's probably my favorite show since uh, Game of Thrones went off the air. I agree. I, I, I agree. like am there every Sunday, ready to watch the new episode. My girlfriend has not watched Succession, and oh. I might have to get her into it before the season three comes out. We can start watching it. I think she'd be into it. I think it's up her alley. Um, it's so worth I, I it's worth the rewatch. Yeah, I I I like realized it was cool seeing it again because I've watched season one a bunch of times. Like, it's it's one of very few shows where I've. I would like rewatch the episode throughout, the, like Game of Thrones, like you said. I would rewatch the episode before the next one came on. Uh-huh. Anyway, check it out, people. That that's a good, HBO knows how to do TV shows. They do. They've got a lot of good original stuff there on uh, HBO Max now too um, that I've been checking out. Uh, I, I'm fully behind you on that recommendation. Now, my recommendation is also a TV show, not with the critical acclaim of a show like Succession or anything like that, but it. It's now all of its three seasons are on Netflix. It was originally a crackle show. And Kevin, 
I believe you will like it because your man Adam Brody is in it. Uh, or oh, might oh, be yeah. better known as Seth from the OC. But it's the show Startup. And it was a crackle series, didn't get a lot of play. The last season of it was in 2018, but it was never officially canceled or anything. So there could be a push for, uh, you know, a fourth season if there's enough people behind it. And it's basically a, it's a drama series that kind of deals with, it's, it takes place in Miami and it kind of follows an FBI agent and a guy that works for a, a tech company or a banking company and like a hacker and some dude from like the slums of Miami all kind of coming together in a way. Um, it, it's I, I've enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. It, it popped up on one of the top 10 most viewed shows on Netflix. So I decided to give it a try. I watched it's it. On and, Netflix. Yeah. All three seasons are on Netflix and I got hooked. Now I will say the storyline, it could be a little bit more coherent. It's a little flowing. I'm not all the way through season one yet, but it's a very entertaining show. There's some humor to it, it, but there's a lot of drama, a lot of intensity. I will say the best actor in this show, this guy, Edie, Got Thaggy. He plays Ronald. I don't know if I said his real name. What right was there. that? <laughs> Edie Got Thaggy. Look it. Look it up. Thank uh, I think that's, that's how you would say it. But he is really awesome in that show. Is being like this, um, this kind of like gang guy in Miami. But he kind of makes a transformation. But I think he's by far the best actor in this show. Well, Martin Freeman's also in it, but he, I think Edie, gives probably the best performance in this show. Uh, but it, it's wild. It, it, it's a fun time. Well, maybe not fun, but it's entertaining time, at least, I will say. And and I think people would enjoy it if you're into a good drama, looking for something new. All three seasons are on Netflix, so you can give it a nice binge. If you're looking for a show to binge, uh, I, I would suggest that. I'm going to check it out. I need a new show. Yeah, so. I think I think you would get hooked after the first, uh, the first episode if you just give that a chance. All right, nice. Yeah. So that's our recommendations for that for this week. And... That is our show for this week. Thank you so much for sticking with us through this whole episode. We had a fun time, and we hope you all did as well. Um, If you really enjoyed the podcast, please tell your family, friends, loved ones about us. We would really appreciate it so much. Um, Kevin, do you have anything that you'd like to say to the people before we get out of here this week? Any, Any parting words? Have a beautiful week or weekend whenever you listen to this. I hope everyone is doing well. (laughs) I hope everyone is doing well. As always, I couldn't have said it better myself, Kevin. So, so good. So, for Kevin O'Connor, I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Last Podcast. Thread Last Podcast.